You're listening to the Employment Rights Online podcast, where we discuss everything employment rights and the job. everyone. I hope you're continuing to keep yourself safe and that you're doing well. The government have been pretty quiet this week in relation to employment rights and COVID-19 news. Not much has come out at all really since our podcast last week. But you can bet there is much churning going on in government when the question of how to open up society and get people back to work in a safe way is discussed. This is not going to be easy. And as you have had to ensure that you keep your eye on your employment rights throughout this COVID-19 period, you'll have to keep your eye on ensuring that your employment rights are not being eroded in government proposals to get you back to work the quickest way possible. One good thing that has come out this week is the recommendation that employment tribunals extend their deadlines for submitting claims. You'll remember in the earlier lockdown episodes of the podcast that I spoke about the likelihood that following the end of the lockdown and a return to work, there would likely be a flurry of claims to tribunals for all manner of treatments which workers have been subjected to during the COVID lockdown period. One of my biggest concerns about this, however, has been the employment tribunal submission deadlines for unfair treatment at work, which in the main make it clear that a majority of claims to employment tribunals must be submitted within three months minus one day of the incident you're complaining about. Now, in the normal world, workers have difficulty sticking to this deadline because there are all kinds of problems wrapped up in complaints you want to make for things that happen at work, where those complaints are not likely to be satisfactorily resolved leaving workers to then take their claims to an employment tribunal. And that process can eat into that three-month minus one-day time limit. So what kinds of things could delay your claim? Firstly, even knowing that you can claim at a tribunal is for some workers a piece of information that they find out very late into their dispute with their employer. It is very unusual for an employer to provide this information to workers because, let's face it, which employer is going to help you make a claim against them for treating you badly? The answer is obviously not many. Tribunal records show that about 13,000 cases a year are struck out at tribunals for one reason or another. And having served as an employment tribunal lay judge for many years, I can tell you that a healthy proportion of those cases in my time were struck out because they were filed late, meaning claims were filed after the three-month 
minus one day time limit. The second thing that might impact on your ability to file your claim in time is representation. Dealing with dispute at work is a really stressful thing to have to do and it is something that can make even the most confident of workers feel intimidated, which is why the majority of workers are likely to look for someone to represent them at tribunal. But finding someone, even if you belong to a trade union, is very difficult and time-consuming because it's likely to involve you having to convince someone that whilst your claim might be important to you, your case is also a winnable case because that's the basis upon which anyone is going to represent you. You don't likely get representation just because you feel wronged. There has to be some merit in taking your case to tribunal. And the need to demonstrate that merit is what can eat into your time, whether you decide to get a solicitor to represent you or whether you're trying to convince your union to spend members' money representing you. And the third reason that is likely to eat into your tribunal time limit is the collection of relevant information that you need to file your claim. Now, again, no employer is going to give you information that you need to challenge your employer's bad treatment of you. And they're certainly not going to give you information that you know will prove that you've been treated badly. And therefore, getting such information Indeed, getting any information from your employer may likely involve you having to submit a subject access request, usually called a SAR, so that you can get that information. Now, if I'm the employer and I receive that request, what am I likely to do? The likelihood is that I'm not going to put a rush on this information for all kinds of reasons. So you're not going to get that information in good time. Under current GDPR guidelines, post May 2018, information made via a SAR request must, and not may, but must be provided to you without delay. And at the latest, within one month of the employer receiving that request, a month being at least 31 days. And here, my advice is that if you are sending a SAR request, send that request by recorded delivery, because that records the date that the employer receives your SAR request. Now, 31 days is a sizable chunk out of your tribunal timetable, not even including the time it takes you to draft your SAR so that you're clear as you can possibly be about the information you're requesting. And because it doesn't include the time you've taken to draft your SAR and send it off. Once you get that information, you then have to sift through it to get the salient information you need to put in your claim. And you then have to complete your claim and then send it to the tribunal offices. 
And all of that can take time. Time which, as I've said, can eat into your employment tribunal submission time scale of three months minus one day. But a new fourth reason has emerged to add further delay. And that is the delay caused by the impact of national and workplace conditions caused by the impact of coronavirus working conditions. Because workplaces are no longer functioning, the issue of representation and difficulties in obtaining the information you need to challenge treatment workers are receiving from employers are two of the areas where there have been the most concern raised. And these are two concerns that people are contacting employment rights online about. Since the lockdown, there can be little doubt that some employers have taken full advantage of the disjointedness of current arrangements for workers to exercise their employment rights and have gone full force into treating workers as if there are no laws protecting their rights at work at all. Over the last seven weeks, we've seen all manner of treatments meted out to workers from employers threatening to make workers redundant if they dare to claim holiday pay, to employers who expect their workers to continue working even though those workers have been furloughed, and making threats if the work is not done. And the impact of COVID conditions have added a real layer of difficulty for the workers trying to challenge those types of unfair treatment, Because nothing is open in the way it used to be and it makes getting information about your route to challenging unfair treatment much, much longer and much, much more time consuming to navigate. So imagine my delight when I heard the news this week that on the 29th of April, the Law Commission called for an extension of tribunal time limits to six months to give workers extra time to file their employment tribunal claims. I was ecstatic. This call for an extension of time limits hasn't come about because of the COVID conditions. A review of the effectiveness of tribunals has been going on for some time, due in part to delays in tribunals being able to hear cases in a timely manner. Some cases taking as long as eight to nine months from the filing of the claim to getting into a hearing. Eight to nine months. Now, if you're a claimant waiting that long, that can't be a healthy position. Imagine what it must be like living with the stress of a tribunal case hanging over you with your employer more likely than not being able to employ big lawyers to shake your confidence with letters telling you you need to withdraw your claim or else during that waiting period. Now, the review has recognised that there are much more complex issues at play with tribunal cases now than when the time limit was first conceived in 1964, when industrial tribunals were first created in the Industrial Training Act of 1964. In the time since, cases have become much more complex 
and routes into tribunal have also become more complex. And the review quite rightly found that more time is needed now for workers to file their claims if workers are to feel like they're getting a fair shot at challenging unfair treatment at work. There have already been calls for an immediate doubling of time limits for cases of discrimination and harassment during this COVID condition period because of the issues I've discussed. And the general feeling is that employment tribunal judges should be given the discretion to extend time limits without the need for primary legislation to be tabled. But whether that will happen, we don't know. There's a way to go before we get an answer to this. And there will be obvious objections from those who feel that the three months is long enough, whilst six months would put undue pressure on employers, particularly small employers who already have longer waits for cases to come to court. And six months could also put extra pressure on claimants trying to navigate the whole tribunal process. So where does that leave you? Well, at the time of producing this podcast, nothing has changed. And if you're thinking about bringing a tribunal claim because of unfair treatment at work, you will still be bound by the current time limit. So my advice, try to submit the best tribunal application you can with the information you have in a bid to meet the current time limit of three months minus one day. Try to explain your complaint as clearly as you possibly can to give the tribunal the best opportunity to determine whether you have a claim. There is every chance that once the tribunal receives your claim and accepts your claim, you might be asked for more information. So put in the best application you can, explaining all the reasons why you believe you've been treated unfairly by your employer. Try to be as detailed about that treatment as possible. And then worry about the fine details surrounding what happened and who did what to whom and who said what to whom. Worry about that kind of fine detail later. And that's it for this week. I hope you found that information useful. Remember to let other people know we're here by sharing details about the podcast. And why not consider subscribing to the podcast so you don't miss any of the episodes? It's been great talking to you and we'll be here next week to talk about all things employment rights and the job. Bye for now.